Leaving a legacy. Is it something you think about? What about your loved one's legacy? Ever wish you took more pictures or asked more questions? I know I have. I'm your host, Valerie Borgman, and today I'm excited to welcome back music therapist Hannah Pyatt with Chords of Compassion. We're exploring a legacy in songwriting. (laughs) And don't worry, you don't even have to carry a tune. You don't necessarily have to be in hospice to do this. When you are in this chapter of your life, this is kind of your golden chapter where you get to look back and you get to pass on that wisdom. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. Hannah, welcome back to the show. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I am so excited about what we're talking about because this is huge. And I've worked with many families and we've had some episodes before where we've talked about hospice and don't forget to take photographs. And when my grandfather was not doing so great a couple of years ago, I recorded him telling his stories because I didn't know how much longer he had. And he actually just recently passed. And I was able to create movies from those videos of his storytelling. And we played those at the funeral and family was just so excited to have that. And that's kind of what we're talking about today, which is legacy songwriting. Yes. So tell us a little bit about what that is exactly. Well, this could actually be something that we do with the clients or the family members or combined. So we can touch on those, but we're doing it for the the residents or patients. It's a way for them to talk about their life, think about what they want to share who they want to, who they want to share with, what they mean to them. So say like, like share what you've meant to me, reminisce. And you don't necessarily have to be in hospice to do this. I think when you are in this chapter of your life where you are retired, maybe you go to a senior living facility, maybe you're at home and your loved ones are helping to take care of you. This is kind of your golden chapter where you get to look back and you get to pass on that wisdom and you get to think about the lessons that you've learned. So how do, what does that actually look like? Like, how do you get from never having written a song before (laughs) (laughs) to now writing a song? (laughs) Yes. So what I like to do, and I think everybody's songwriting process is a little bit different. Mine has evolved a little bit over time, and I'm sure it's going to keep evolving as I learn more from people who are smarter than me. (laughs) um, So I like to ask prompts and I have them fill it in. So maybe one of the prompts is, I remember when, fill in the blank. I want you to know that, fill in the blank. Or maybe if it's a loved one talking to the person that 
talking to the person who was maybe terminal or going to pass, they could say, the best thing you've taught me was, or, or if you were the person who, who has been a hospice, you could say the best lesson I've learned is, I want you to know is, and so I have prompts and I, I have them just fill in the blank. And sometimes that takes some thought, but I also think that that is really cool because this is a time where you are really being heard. I'm going to listen to you really intently. <laughs> And I'm really interested in what you have to say. And you know that your loved ones are going to be really interested in what you have to say. And as far as the music, I have some chord progressions that I, I go between and I'll play some examples and I'll play with, you know, strumming patterns and picking patterns and they get to choose the musicality and the melody. I'll play around with melody. How does this sound? What do you think we should set? Should we should try it in a minor key for this memory, for this part of your life? So and some people do have some background. Like I had a resident who she was, she was not elderly, but she was living with ALS and she was a published poet. And so she was very good with words. So we almost didn't even need the prompts. I would tell her, what do you want to pass on? What do you want people to know? And her words were just beautiful. And another thing that she shared with me I'm going to try to get emotional. <laughs> um, you know, there, there are some people who you spend time with and you just, you remember them and they mean a lot to you. And I, I, I think that was her for me, but oh. um, <laughs> one of the things that she said was because her speech was getting harder to understand. She said, I know that people sometimes just pretend to know what I'm saying so that they can leave. And they don't want to take the time to know what I'm saying. Wow. And so when we were intentionally making this song, you know, no matter how long, how long it took, we would get her words on that page. And she was really being listened to. Wow. That's interesting. So I think that's so often the case with art yeah. in general is that you, you're getting something out of it too. Mm-hmm. The, the artist and the person receiving like it, it, it's a two-way street yeah you're telling me especially like I am I get <laughs> emotional like after sessions sometimes I get very emotional just by what people have said and what they've shared I keep it together during but like after, <laughs> after sometimes I'll go and I'll go. <laughs> yes I'm, absolutely I learn from people all the time maybe see, think about it they've lived longer than me they've had more experiences they're much smarter than me (laughs) (laughs) I you know what I really love about this too is that you are making this accessible to someone who would think that maybe they couldn't do it that you're actually guiding them through the process and then when you do that so you take a certain amount of time however long it takes like you were saying to write the words for the song yeah and then you're putting the music to the songs with them they're they're still participating Mm -hmm. in that because you know everyone has different tastes (laughs) so like we were saying so you're putting all this together and then do you make a recording I do. I use GarageBand. I have my microphone and GarageBand and everything there. And I make a recording. And normally I send it in an MP3 to 
either the resident or the loved one. Or if they would like a CD, I can also put it onto a CD. And then I send a PDF or print out a PDF of the lyrics as well. And it's something that they could keep. I would, I think it would be really cool to collaborate with an art therapist to make like an album cover. Oh my gosh, you should do that. You should absolutely do that. I would love to. Any art therapist out there, you can find me. (laughs) Yes, we will have Hannah's information in show notes. (laughs) Connect with her on Instagram. (laughs) I love that. And so do you ever have the client sing their own songs? Yes. So sometimes the clients do prefer to sing their own songs and sometimes they feel more comfortable with me doing it. Same thing with music. Sometimes clients, they do know how to play instruments. Other times they might not know how to play an instrument, but we have instruments that they like to play. Like there's something called a cue chord. And what it is, it's electronic. It's kind of flat-ish. And there are different buttons for different chords. So if you want to play a C chord, you just play this, you press the C button. And then there is like a metal groove, like slightly grooved, like line that you run your finger across and you can play the chord there. You don't have to have any musical background to be able to do that as well. And it has many different instrument options. It could sound like a harp. It could sound like a guitar, a piano. And then there's also something called a strumstick. And it's three strains. The way that this is set up and it's tuned is you actually can't play any wrong notes on this instrument. You can improvise if you'd like. So that's the kind I need. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So how much encouraging does it take when you're working with a client to get them to try an instrument? Like an instrument like that, like the cue chord. Or to try the singing of their own legacy. It really depends on the person. Some people really want to do it. Some people are really against it. And in in that case, you know, this is their time. I'm not going to make them uncomfortable. And sometimes, you know, it does just take a little encouragement. I'm like, do you want to try? If you hear it and you don't like it, we could always change our minds. This isn't set in stone. This is your song. So everybody's different. So you put together the, so you do the songwriting and then the music and then you put this finished product together. Do you ever do this in a group setting? Oh, wow. You know, I haven't done this type of songwriting in a group setting. So um, I do do music therapy groups with residents and we do songwriting. And I think Alexis, when she was on here, she touched on that too, how you can change the lyrics of a song or you take a song like my favorite things from Sound of Music and you, you change the words with your favorite things. So we definitely do songwriting. I know I've never done this type of songwriting or the legacy songwriting in a group setting. Do you have some examples of families that you've worked with and just what their reaction was to the finished product? Sure. So the resident that I was telling you about before, how she was a poet, you know, her family had a very emotional response after she passed through receiving her first song. Did she want you to not give it to the family until after she passed? Not necessarily. It just kind of worked out that way. (laughs) Uh, But she did want her family to have it. It was made for them. So I was able to do that. But there was a resident who came in with his wife. So his wife was the resident. And he would be with her every day, though. They really had a very special love story. (laughs) 
he would come in and he would um, bring music and they would listen to music and their headphones together and her response to music at times she would you know smile she would laugh slightly she would change her facial expressions but a lot of times her eyes were closed and it wasn't always apparent how she was receiving the music but he was always there and I felt like these sessions were just as much about him as it was her and he was the one who actually wrote the song this time and he had me sing it but he did sing it to her when it was finished live but the recording is of me that he keeps forever but he did sing it end up singing it live to her and so I think a lot of times this is just as much about the families as it is the person the loved one I love that that it is something that you can do together like that. But I also love that maybe it was something he was uncomfortable with in the beginning. (laughs) And after working together, you know, it's kind of like, oh yeah, this is for my, you know, asking for a friend, (laughs) right? (laughs) He, in his mind was thinking this was about his wife, but really saying he ended up opening up and, and getting something out of it too. That's really cool because I do think, you know, it's something people might be nervous about. For sure. You know, singing in front of people, playing an instrument in front of people, it can feel very awkward. <laughs> yes. Again, so I, I can understand why people would feel nervous about it, especially if it's not something that they're used to. Yeah. What else about legacy songwriting have we not covered? I think it's important that it's something concrete that a family can hold on to. And this is even something that they could do together. You could take turns writing a line back and forth. My favorite memory with you is blank. My favorite thing about you is blank. And then the chorus could be something that they come up with together. And that's also very special. That's something that you made together with your loved one. You, I mean, that's a very intimate experience. It's also something that you can keep with you forever. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of times it's easier for people, both emotionally and physically, to sing how you're feeling. And so you might be like, I remember when, and it also puts you both in that spot where it's a little awkward and uncomfortable. And when you're in that spot, really magical things happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. A great voice, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I also love is I love that you, like, you can be sneaky about this. Right. You could like as a family member, you could download those prompts and then just in conversation with your loved one, you could ask the questions, mm-hmm. write it down and then, you know, kind of take it step by step instead of like, OK, we're going to write a song, which can be overwhelming. <laughs> yes. So even just having it, you know, there are the, there's board games. I, I love these types of board games where you just have a ton of questions. And you ask that you go around the table and you like a- answer these random questions. I think those could be amazing prompts <laughs> for songs. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and even awesome. if you don't sing them, if we want to take that, so you know, having the a therapist facilitate the music part of it, if you're able to do that, would be great. But even if you can't sing them, just you know, having these conversations, taking that game, taking those questions, and really really sharing those things with one another. And, you know, today with our cell phones, I think we do have more of that capability than we even realize sometimes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What about like a karaoke machine? 
<gasps> yes. So <laughs> you can have background <laughs> tracks. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> you can think of a familiar tune and you could change the words to fit what you've been talking about. I love it. And then and then you can do something as simple as make a video recording or an audio recording on your cell phone. Yeah. Of this. Yes. And and share it with folks that way, you know, if someone isn't able to go through a music therapist to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You could take the song Wonderful World and you can say, I see blank and think about all of the things about your loved one that you love about them. That's wonderful. I love it. And you just song bombed me. And probably some of our listeners. <laughs> We're all singing. It's a wonderful world. <laughs> well, there you could have worse songs stuck in your head. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, that's not so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. So what would be your number one doable tip for families that might want to try this? I would say you can use some prompts and prompts are something that you can look up. You could look up psalm writing prompts, journaling prompts, and that could be a good segue into it. And even if you don't have the assistance of a therapist, you can sing with each other back and forth, even if the melody isn't something that is something that flows really (laughs) just having that experience together could be really intimate I would say try it you know don't be afraid to try it today's episode is brought to you by chords of compassion offering therapeutic music programming for older adults in nursing homes and assisted living facilities in northeast Ohio as well as individual music therapy sessions for all ages. With compassion and respect, empowering clients and promoting meaningful connections through positive music-making experiences, Chords of Compassion is dedicated to improving and enhancing lives through music therapy. Find more information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable.